0: Hi, beautiful people. Welcome to the Heal and Glow podcast, a place to discuss real everyday life, focusing on topics such as business life, health and wellness, spiritual health, mental health, and faith talks, a place to listen to positive and kind, encouraging words and inspirational stories leave each week with abundance and love and positive vibes. Thanks for listening. Peace, love and glow. Erica. Hi guys, welcome back to another podcast episode of the Healing Glow Podcast. And today with me, I have a client and also a friend. Um, I'm gonna have her introduce herself, and we're gonna get started on her business and all about it. So go ahead and introduce yourself.
1: Hi, my name is Lena. I am an online health coach. I have um, my goal is to help women heal their relationship with food. Build sustainable, healthy habits Mm -hmm. so they can feel um, happier and lighter and become the best version of themselves.
0: Okay. And what's the name of your business? Right
1: now, I'm operating under my
0: name. Your name. Okay. And you mentioned you're woman only, correct? No no male.
1: No. I usually don't do males. My target market is woman. Women. So that's my goal to help women because I feel like... Women usually struggle more with mm-hmm. their self-image. Yep. they're always the ones looking we're always the ones looking for a new diet or we want to have like the perfect body. so that's what I'm focusing on.
0: Okay. At the moment. Okay, awesome. And um, how long have you been doing it? I have been in business for a year and a half. Okay, so you're new. Yes, just new month. and then this isn't your you have another career or this is your only business.
1: No, I have a full-time job, okay. 9 to 5, corporate America job. I okay. work in the freight forwarding business. Okay,
0: and I know you're a mom.
1: Yes, I am a mom to a teenager, 16-year-old. Oh,
0: boy. Ooh, that alone is a full-time job, guys. I know some of y'all can relate. I remember what it was like when I was 16, and yeah. Um, okay, so you're health coaching, and you're doing more of it... Give me a little bit more of detail, like you're connecting it with the mental aspect with the physical, with the eating and the dieting, but more so of like why our brain reacts to certain things. So that's what it, that's what I'm assuming, correct?
1: Yeah, so I take a holistic approach. My approach is not to give my clients a prescribed diet. I don't believe in diets because okay. I've been through that route myself. hmm and that's what motivated me to take the holistic approach with my clients. Mm-hmm. I believe that we are integral beings, so we have a mental and emotional aspect as well as physical, and mm-hmm. everything that goes on in our internal world mm-hmm. is expressed to our um, through our physical.
0: So, yeah. okay, so like you're saying, like if I'm stressed, maybe I'm a stress eater or maybe I don't eat that's what you're saying the connection is correct
1: correct and everything else basically because even the way you think about food Mm -hmm. is going to reflect in the in the physical aspect Mm -hmm. sometimes just the thought of you eating an ice cream and thinking that oh my god this ice cream is going to mess up my diet that's me guys (laughs) going to make me gain weight yeah just The thought of it alone, your body is listening to Mm -hmm. what you're saying to yourself. Mm -hmm. So wellness is more than what you eat. Mm -hmm. It's
0: what you think. It's what you do. How you talk to yourself. Exactly. That's a great way of putting it. I never put so much thought, and I love the way you're getting me to think about it. How And we've had conversations in passing before. That's why I wanted to have you on this podcast because I think you... A lot of us just think like, okay, the good and the bad. You have to eat all your your health foods and all of this and then if you have a snack or a cookie or you're bad, you know, and it's so hard to find that balance where it's like it's okay if you have like you know, ice cream tonight and it just it's the negativity that comes behind it. Yes, and it's I the think negative w- connotation
1: because it's like mm-hmm. We never, you never crave broccoli. I mean, right. we don't crave broccoli. We barely crave chicken or when you're craving, mm-hmm. when you're in states of craving, you crave the sugary snacks, the carbs, the pizza, the mm-hmm. sweets, but... What I teach my clients is to connect with themselves. Why are you craving? Mm-hmm. What, what's going on in your internal world? Mm-hmm. How are you feeling?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: How is your life? Are you having joy? Are you having fun? Mm-hmm. Um, are you stressed? Mm-hmm. Because all of that, all of those emotions affect how we choose. Wow. What we choose to eat. What mm-hmm. we choose to do. How we choose to behave. Mm-hmm.
0: Wow, like, I never, ever thought of that. Um, it makes a lot of sense, 100%. I am someone who, I crave sweets. I am such, I notice it's a pattern in my family, too, where, like, my mom, my mom's side, there's diabetes, and it's always, like, coffee and cake. Oh, if I have coffee, I have to have something sweet. And it's, like, this, it just goes together, and it's, like, they can drink coffee at 10 o'clock at night, or at 10 o'clock in the morning, but no matter, every time they drink coffee, they associate it with eating something sweet. Um... And I do that, too. I don't drink coffee, but I'll be like, oh, I have to have a snack before bed. It has to be something sweet. Where sometimes, you know, sometimes I just have a banana or an orange, but something about that is, like... I, I kind of now, that I'm thinking about it, like I see the pattern, and, like... Or they always had coffee and and something sweet because, like, their dad gave that to them, and then my my grandpa passed away. So it's like... But they kept that tradition going. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So if you really think about it, it has such a connection and I never thought about that.
1: Yeah, I mean relationship with food is not that easy. We've been eating since we were born because we need food for survival, but right. then when we were little kids and we cried what or we fell down or even if we got good grades in school or parents would give you would give us chocolate or ice Mm -hmm. cream or things like that to celebrate. Mm -hmm. So it's a pattern that we have created through our lifetime.
0: Wow. Okay. And so what you exactly do is you help us to dig deeper down, right? What What is the reason why you're craving this or why you want this or why you're eating this and make that connection of the mental and the habit yes Correct?
1: exactly so okay. i teach my clients how to connect with themselves and choose why are they choosing what they're choosing to mm-hmm. eat mm-hmm. from a point of being connected with themselves with their emotions and not just give in to certain habits and certain foods just because they're mm-hmm. stressed or they're tired or they're feeling sad or lonely
0: oh that's crazy and i and The diet thing, I think, is something that we need to talk about because (sighs) we live in a world where social media, you know, we want to look a certain way. We need to be thin or thick or whatever our our goal is in our head. And, you know, diet is a billion-dollar industry, you know? Oh, it
1: is, yeah. And there's so much information out there. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, you have, like, the woman dealing with... um, body image issues mm-hmm. thinking that the next diet that the next um fitness expert is going to give them the body that they want and mm-hmm. you know what that usually ends up doing is that if you're not coming from a place of love mm-hmm. with yourself mm-hmm. you will end up in a trap most mm-hmm. likely
0: mm-hmm. yeah i noticed like there was the keto diet and then exactly. i think the south beach diet and my mom is one of those she'll like oh, I heard if I do this, I'm going to lose X amount of pounds. Like, she always falls into that trap. But she doesn't want to change her actual eating habits, you know? Um, So that's so funny that you said that. And I feel like I'm stuck, too. I feel like it's so weird because I train and I look good, you know, or I like the way my body looks. But internally, I know I could be eating way better. But because... And this is a thing, too. It doesn't have to be for women who are overweight. It could be women who are underweight or, you know, I call myself, like, um, skinny fat where, like, I'll eat, you know, whatever it is I want because my metabolism may be higher. But internally, I'm not really healthy if you think about it, you know. So that's something that I need to just – it's harder for me because I feel like I don't – you know, like, if I – maybe my skin would break out or something. But, like, if I eat, I don't necessarily gain the weight. So it's not like a a consequence, I guess. That's how I, in my mind. So it's harder for me to, like, want to crave the healthy. But I do notice, like, if I'm feeling bloated, I'm like, all right, you know what? Today I'm going to eat healthy and I'm going to have my protein. I'm going to have my sandwiches and I'm going to eat chicken. I do notice how fast my body will start to look more fit. And then that that kind of, like, I'm like, okay, cool. I know I should be eating healthy, but... It is such a mind thing. That's so crazy. Like, now that I'm sitting here and just talking to you, it's such a mind thing.
1: Yes, but it's also the process of learning to listen to your body. Because there are healthy foods that, like, we're all all, um, biologically different. So, if one thing is good for you, it might be bad for me. So, it's learning to listen to your body and see what's good for you what makes you feel good Mm -hmm. you know if there is art if there are certain foods that make you feel bloated or tired after you eat them Mm -hmm. or sluggish so I teach my clients how to bridge that connection because you really need to it's a process of learning to listen to your own body and connect with yourself Mm
0: -hmm. okay I mean I think that's such a great way and I just did um Terrence and I just did Chino and I've done my um Uh, trainer Claudia and we've done these podcasts and you know working out is such a big thing about it but Taryn said something that was interesting that uh, nutritional value is like a whole other ball game it's not as easy as just like this is what you need to eat like it's not as easy as meal prepping or you know there's so much more involved
1: it's Um, so much it's not just like calories in and calories out Yeah, we're not we're not a thing we're not a car yeah we're just there is so much that our bodies have to do for us on a daily basis just to wake up and operate and go through our daily lives that we it's food is information so it doesn't matter what you eat Mm -hmm. what matters is what you're putting into your body mm-hmm. and how you're metabolizing everything mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and that really starts with the way you feel and the way you think
0: yeah i remember when like the last time i got a physical which is terrible i'm gonna go soon like just blood work and a regular physical years ago when i had insurance and i remember walking into the office and you know i was skinny i was fit i was working in the city like i had my i was working in the city i was working out and the doctor was like how are you standing right now And I'm like, why? And she's like, aren't you tired? I'm like, I'm always tired. Like, I don't care. And she's like, your B level, your vitamin B is so low. And she um, prescribed me, like, um, the B12 shots. I'm just a chicken and I can't, like, shoot myself, like, with a needle because that freaks me out. And I started, my friend would come and do it for me every, like, two weeks. And then I kind of stopped. But she said that there's probably, my body's probably not, A, I'm probably not getting enough vitamin B, but also the way my body absorbs it. So that's probably why I am so tired. And I didn't think about that. And I'm like, wow, like everybody's different, you know? Um, so what made you get into this? Like how did this idea of health coaching come about?
1: So it's basically my own journey because I've always been very passionate about health and fitness. I used to work out every day. I was a gym rat. Mm-hmm. Um, Since I was pretty much a teenager, I was involved in sports, and I always liked to learn about health and about wellness. I even thought about becoming a nurse. And um, at one point of my life, I started getting my friends and family to come to me for advice about what to eat, how to work out. And people close to me used to tell me you should do this for a living because you know a lot about this stuff and yeah. you you like this stuff because I'm passionate about health and wellness. Mm-hmm. And I've experienced different stages through my uh, fitness life, mm-hmm. my fitness journey because I went through the stage of okay, I'm gonna work out because I want abs because I want to lower my body fat. You know, I went through all those stages. Mm-hmm and i came to a turning point in my life where that of that passion created an obsession and i developed an eating disorder oh
0: wow so that okay. created
1: a lot of curiosity in me because i'm very curious i love learning mm-hmm. so i said okay let me dig down deeper because mm-hmm. You know, I started feeling like if I miss a workout, I felt guilty. Mm-hmm. If I eat ice cream, I felt horrible. I felt guilty with myself. Mm-hmm. So I became very curious. And um, in my healing journey, I decided to become, to go to school for health coaching. And I got certified through the Institute of Integrative Nutrition. Mm-hmm. So that's how I... Wow, so
0: you went and did you fall into the trap when you say eating disorder of like wanting to always be skinny like that type of or more so on the other side of like overeating? So
1: it was kind of both. I went through both because it's like even if even when my body fat percentage was at 18%, it wasn't good enough for me. Mm -hmm. Like nothing was ever good enough for me. Mm -hmm. So I went through that stage and then I became obsessed too because it's like if I ate ice cream, I became you okay. Go crazy just, on a workout. Yes, oh Okay. Exactly.
0: I see what you're saying. Um. Wow, that's so interesting. I feel like so many of us women, me included, um, you know, it's it's a social media world, and we have these. Unrealistic goals. I mean, we follow the Kardashians and I don't even know, Cardi B or whoever it is that we, oh, I want, like, even me, like, there was a point I was so skinny, you know, but it was just my metabolism. I was been working out since I'm four years old. I was in gymnastics, you know? So I would just be like, wow, I need to be thicker. Like, how do I gain the weight? And it's harder when you're skinny, you know, and then you look back and you're like, well, you know, now this is what's in this slim, thick, if you will. So you're like, I got to be like, you know, thick on the bottom, but I have to have this tiny waist and it's, like these big boobs. And yeah,
1: we have this preconceived image. Yeah, and punishable. then on
0: top of that, it's like all these celebrities have like, they do so many things to keep that mm-hmm. image. It's not just diet and nutrition, it's surgeries, it's non-invasive surgery things. So it is crazy, like, how it really affects us.
1: Yes, you really have to develop a strong mindset when it comes to social media. Yeah. It's it's crazy.
0: Yeah, and it's like, if you think about it, too, especially this very year, it's so in our face. You know, we have TikTok, Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, Snapchat, like, every time you touch your phone, you know, camera phone there's always a way to take a picture and you know and it's it's always in your face and i that's why i really wanted you on here because i feel like more people are struggling with this than we even know you know
1: yes it's crazy i even see it with my daughter my own daughter sometimes she's 16 years old Mm -hmm. and she goes through instagram and she says oh this is how i want my body to look can you make me look like that because we go to the gym together Mm -hmm. and you know I know how to work out, too, but mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, no, but just because she that she looks that way doesn't mean that your body has to look that way, mm-hmm. because if you think about it, I love going on nature walks, so when I go on nature walks, this is what I think about. Trees, every tree that you see mm-hmm. in the park, mm-hmm. it's not shaped the same, Mm-hmm. They all have different heights, different forms. They're all different, mm-hmm. and nature is beautiful. Mm-hmm. Wow. So apply that concept to to human us. beings, to yeah. us. We are not meant to be all the same. So
0: wow.
1: it's a process of learning, of learning to honor your own shape, your own body, because it's okay to to want to look good. Yeah. It's okay. It's completely okay to want to look good, to go to the gym, because it's healthy for you, Mm -hmm. but you have to come from a place of love and self-acceptance.
0: I I think that's huge. I think that, you know, a lot of the times, women, unfortunately, we do things for male attention or Mm -hmm. for that person in our life that, you know, oh, we look like this, or sometimes... Even our own parents can make a comment. Oh, you know, maybe you should lay off that or, you know, why are you eating so little or whatever the case is. And I think we put a lot of pressure on ourselves. And then plus, like, we also birth human beings and our body is going to change and we have hormones and that alone, hormones alone, like
1: woman, we have to deal with so much.
0: When that time of the month comes and
1: I'm like, yes. Oh, today I'm
0: skinny and then I'm like, Oh my god, like I look three months pregnant. Like it's it's really crazy what we go through. Yeah. Um, and I do think we need to move from love because we could be so hard on ourselves. You we know, are
1: so hard on ourselves. We could be our own
0: worst critics.
1: Yes. So, you know, the goal is to come from a place of love instead of a place of fear because a lot of times we go to the gym and we want to achieve this ideal image because mm-hmm. we want validation, yes, from the external world. Yeah. But you have to, in order for you to look good, you have to feel good. Yeah. If you don't feel good, it's, it's you're not going to, um, you're not going to reflect that in the outer world.
0: Yeah. It's so funny. I remember growing up and I was always short. <laughs> I was always like the <laughs> shortest one in my class or second shortest. And I was always tiny, so like I didn't develop these curves or these boobs, you know, like when normal girls did. And I remember I would tell my mom, like she would take me shopping, and you know, and she would always instill confidence in me. You're beautiful just the way you are. Know that you're beautiful. Know that your body is beautiful. You know, maybe you don't have boobs, but you have a butt. You know, like always, just telling me I'm I'm I look great the way I am. I don't need to change anything. I don't need to get surgery or anything like God made me perfect in my image you know and Mm -hmm. I remember that and I remember like because of her it did help me a lot you know when you're 16 like your daughter's age you're going through so many emotions and dating comes in the picture Mm -hmm. and then it's like oh but you know am I prettier than this girl and we're so hormonal and we're so young and innocent and I just remember my mom literally always telling me like You're you're beautiful. Don't ever change a thing about you. And she would tell me, looks are going to fade. Have a personality. Like, you know, and she was one of seven sisters. So she was like, I was never the prettiest, but I was like, I'm always going to be the funniest. You know, because if a guy's going to love me, he's going to love me for my personality. And she always told me, looks are going to fade. Be kind. Be funny. Like, you know, enjoy your life. And that really stuck with me, man. Like, it's not easy being a woman or having a daughter. Like.
1: No, it's a lot of pressure from the world, so that's why we have to be strong. Yes. We have to be truly connected with ourselves to be able to withstand all that pressure from the outer
0: world. I agree. Um, Okay, what is or was a struggle you have with your business?
1: So right now my struggle is time because I have you know my corporate job and I also have my daughter which she's now very independent but she still requires me there she needs me Mm -hmm. so my struggle is time Mm -hmm. Um, I usually do right now I'm doing only one on one clients Mm -hmm. and I really don't have time to book more clients but even if I see two clients at a time that's fine with me because Mm -hmm. i want to be able to give my clients the time and the attention that they deserve
0: and when you book a client um is it a one-on-one session a one time or is it like a program where it's like a, a few sessions like how does that work
1: so i usually have a program i walk them through a program i have a three month and a six month program okay and I also do a monthly program depending on what, you know, Your what they is. want. Mm-hmm. Um, I usually give my clients the option to work on a one-month, and then if they want to continue for the three-month or the six-month program after that, mm-hmm. I honor the same rate. But um, so I I see my clients on a one-to-one basis every week. Mm-hmm. We have, like, a private coaching um mm-hmm.
0: And then, so would you say it's more of like a little bit of nutrition slash therapy because we're doing a little bit more mindful work, but also speaking on the nutrition part? Yes. Yeah, so my goal is to my goal is
1: to teach them to connect with themselves. Mm-hmm. I honor. I'm a health coach. I'm not a therapist. Yeah. So I like to put that out there. Yeah, yeah, because, yeah. Of course. You know, it's two different things, but yeah. it's like I'm the guide on the side. So. My clients do their own work. Okay, they, they do their they, own
0: like self-searching. Yes, so okay,
1: what I so I don't give them a prescribed diet, but I do give them like guidelines: what's healthy, what's not healthy, mm-hmm. what can you do this week that is going to get you closer to your goal mm-hmm. of eating healthier, for example. Mm-hmm. And then I give them also mindset work, mm-hmm. so journaling self-care, all those type of things. We, okay, we okay, my okay,
0: program. okay, all right, I love that, so it's a little bit of everything, I absolutely love that, um, <clears throat> do you have a support system during this new business adventure?
1: Okay, so I can answer that, yes and no, okay, um, support system I have been on my own since I was 17 because I moved from Colombia. I left my mom, I left my family, oh, wow. and I moved to the United States. And pretty much the support system that I have, I paved my way. Mm-hmm. I opened my own doors, and I do have mentors that walk me through and give me advice. Mm-hmm. And because I have been on my own since I'm 17, mm-hmm. it's like my family now they trust me. Okay, whatever decision you make. We know
0: you're. Yeah, you've gotten this far by yourself already.
1: Exactly. So, you know, they're very trusting of me, and the people closest to me know that I have a passion for this kind of work. So Mm -hmm. they support me all the way.
0: Awesome. Wow, that's
1: crazy. Mm -hmm. You came
0: here at 17 by yourself. I I like, I love doing these podcasts because I'm finding so much more about these people who are businesses, and everybody has a different story. And I've, I see a theme, um, I don't know if you listened to Hector's, but he was also from Colombia, like, he wasn't a citizen, like, you guys face a lot, you know, just not being a citizen in a country, and you guys take such a, a big step, a big leap of faith, and basically, like, it has to work out, because there's no backup plan.
1: Exactly, yeah.
0: And I think that that's amazing to see that, you know, anyone who's listening to this, you know, maybe you're, you're not from another country, but, or you're scared to take that leap, but, I mean, if people like you can make it, you know, and and come this far and be here on your own since you're 17 and live your life, like, that's amazing. Like, and be successful at that. Be able to support yourself. Be able to support your daughter. Like, that's a huge accomplishment. Thank you. It's a journey.
1: It hasn't been the easiest, but... I can't imagine it being easy, but... I would not want it any other
0: way. (laughs) I can't believe you guys are just... I I applaud you guys. Like, I am so inspired by you guys. And I always just say this, like, you know, a lot of immigrants come here and, you know, there's that whole thing, oh, immigrants steal our jobs. It's like, no, we, you guys get the bottom of the bottom. Like, you don't, you have to get paid off the books. You can't even pay your taxes. Like, a lot of times you don't have working papers. You have to take whatever you can get. And then to see you guys create a life that is so successful and so fulfilling, like, literally from the bottom up, it's like it's so inspiring to someone like me you know and it it makes me want to work harder because I was born here you know my parents still are in my life they're very successful and they help me and it just makes me want to push harder because it's like you know if you guys can do it imagine like and I have the benefits you know imagine what I can do
1: anybody can do it
0: yeah it's so crazy oh my god I love it um what is one thing most people don't know about you
1: one thing that most people don't know about me is that I struggle with eating disorders.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: That is one thing that most people don't know about me.
0: How long ago was that?
1: Well, um, I would say about three years It's when I really realized that I had to heal and take a different path mm-hmm. with my, my obsession that I had for...
0: So this is recent.
1: Yes, it's very recent. Oh
0: wow! Okay, so three years. And how long would you say you were struggling with that?
1: I would say about a year. Okay. So I started therapy, and Mm -hmm. I did all that. Yes, I feel like everybody, you know, mental health is is like one of those things that people say, "Oh my God, you go to therapy," but why? What happened? Like. Nothing happened. Everybody needs therapy. I, finally, we, I mean, you have
0: heard me talk about this so many times. I'm like the number one advocator for therapy because whether, you know, you're not crazy because you go to therapy, but something traumatic has happened in our life regardless, whether we were bullied as a kid, whether it was like we watched our parents fight, whether, whatever the case is, you know, Mm -hmm. we saw somebody die in front of us. We lost a loved one, you know, our parents lost their job and it affected us. You know, even from when we were younger, we all went through something and just, uh, and a lot of times we dig it so deep down and that is such a main cause for a lot of our behavior and our actions. And we're like, oh, I don't know why I do that. Oh, it's just because I'm that way. No, you're not that way. There's a deeper root reason. And also too, like, it's just such a good feeling to go and speak to somebody. Vent how you want to vent. Not be judged and get help for that. You know what? I had a really bad day today. I don't know why, but I'm jealous of this person or whatever yes. the case is. And they just help you to say, you're normal. To have those mm-hmm. feelings, it's okay. You know, it's, but let's talk it through. Why do you feel that way? How are we going to react because you have those feelings? So mental health, man, like yes. so important. It's, a, it's Listen, a necessity. Everyone
1: everyone should should have therapy.
0: This is why I love you. No, I'm just kidding. I'm like, i know I love you. No, but it's, it's like, true.
1: listen, when I started with my therapist, I started, I was very hesitant and mm-hmm. I said, oh my God, no, I don't need this. I can do this on my own. Mm-hmm. This is boring. Mm-hmm. And now I just cannot let go of her. I, I know. It's a, so, yeah, it's a thing. It's a thing. I know. And you know what? The more I learn about myself, the more I want to learn about myself and the more I mm-hmm. want to connect with my emotions. So I feel like if you're in this path, you're blessed. Because getting to know yourself and connecting with your true self is a blessing. Mm -hmm. So that's why I want to help as many women connect to
0: themselves as possible. I think that too. I think when we're able to connect to ourselves, you know, and know who we really are as an individual without the person of me being a girlfriend or a daughter or a mom or a wife or just be who is erica who is lena like who is you what is it that you love what is it that you don't love yes just for you it betters every other relationship it it it's so important because when you self-love when you really do love yourself like it overflows into the other people's lives like you can love that person so much better when you love yourself because if i don't love me and I'm the most important thing to me. How am I going to know how to love somebody else? I'm not. Because if I'm talking bad about myself, oh, I'm fat. Oh, I'm this. Oh, I'm that. How am I going to tell my future daughter or future son, you know, oh, you look great. How? That's a hypocrite. Yeah. I'm telling you, you look great. and I, Or I will, they're going to see through it. They're going to see, oh, mommy, you know, mommy's always in the mirror. She's always looking, saying she looks bad. Or they pick up on her habits. Yes, And that's how those, like generational curses happen, you know, and that's how I'm really thankful for my mom because she really instilled at such a young age. I will, I just remember being in dressing rooms and I would be like, oh, I don't know if I like this. And she's like, you look amazing. You look, you're the most. And you know, every parent's gonna tell their kid that. Yeah.
1: But you know,
0: she was very honest. Listen, like, you, what this my is your body. Tells me. Yeah. Just tell me that I look good because I'm your daughter. <laughs> she would tell me, this is your body. This is how you should dress for your body. Like, oh. she explained it in such a way that, but she made me love myself. Yeah. And that's so important. And so when I would, you know, date and meet these people, I would just be like, oh, not to really come up like I'm the shit, but I'm like, oh, I know what yeah. I bring to the table. Like, you know, and more importantly, she just she told me to like develop that character—those, you know, caring, loving, funny, um, giving, empathy—and mm-hmm. I think that's important too, because you know we you give what you get. So
1: yes, definitely, mm-hmm. you cannot pour from an empty cup.
0: Mm-mm, and I've learned that the hard way. Wow, that's amazing. I love that that has. Um, that eating disorder, saying that out loud, saying that and putting that publicly for people yeah. to hear, that's hard. There is,
1: there is a stigma, and even mm-hmm. though, you know, I I don't talk much on my social media, but I do post that I'm in therapy and yeah. and stuff like that. But there is a stigma that comes with, mm-hmm. with sometimes um, sharing that kind of stuff, and it's, it's very normal. Like, a mm-hmm. lot of people struggle with it.
0: hmm I believe that, and I think, too, in some, like, way, like, I definitely think my, we'll talk more about this, too, but I definitely think that my eating habits are, like, all messed up as well, just from, like, my childhood and, like, things that I thought, or, like, I was always considered, like, a picky eater, and, like, that followed me through my whole life, and it's weird, yeah, but now that I think about it, I definitely see the correlation between that and how I eat and I don't know like I said I could work out I love working out I mean I don't love it I love it now because I have a trainer and I feel good after and to see my body strong but it is the hardest part for me I will always say is diet or not diet but food healthy food because I don't know I'm just lazy (laughs) I'm lazy and I'm tired and I want things that are fast and you know growing up in New York it's so fast paced and everything is everybody eats fast food and ugh
1: it's a journey because it's also, we also have to teach our bodies or palates because it's like if you eat sugar, your body's going to ask for more sugar. So yeah. Your, yes. your body asks. There is a biological side of us, too. Just mm-hmm. like there is an emotional, not everything is emotional. Right. There is a biological side that if you eat a lot of sugar, your glucose is going to spike, so you're going to get a sugar crash, and mm-hmm. you're going to want to eat more sugar. Mm-hmm. And then there comes the addiction to sugar that...
0: I definitely you know, have that. I'm yeah. definitely addicted. Well, I, I definitely have gotten a lot better since I started with the trainer, because I feel like she's always like, what did you eat? What did you eat? Which Yeah? Is, good because it's putting me in my place. Like, okay, Erica, you have to be more aware of what you're doing. But I definitely think at one point I was like addicted to sugar. Like I used to drink a peach Snapple every single day, two or three a day. And like then I started realizing and reading like, Oh my God, that's so much sugar. sugar. I wasn't aware. I was just like oh I'm I'm running late to work. Let me grab a bagel and a Snapple and it was like the normal everyday routine. So you know once I became a little bit more aware of myself you know and this fitness journey I've learned a lot so I do think that that's so important anyone listening um that is struggling with food issues eating disorders anything learn to love your body but educate yourself
1: yes and come from a point of um, compassion for yourself not from a place of judgment but from a place of compassion
0: yeah, I feel like that's another thing too. Like sometimes, like you said, like oh, I'll have that one ice cream and then I want to work it like burned off. And it's like, yeah. sometimes I'm not gonna lie, especially the summer, I am not gonna lie, girl. Sometimes I'm like, I just I've had a long day. I just want the ice cream, but I noticed that I even that I'm more conscious. Okay, I'll have fruit instead of ice cream if I'm craving that sweetness. Let me have some watermelon or an orange or I love bananas or a banana mm-hmm. instead of having that ice cream. And it, it works. Some it works most of the time. That's a win. Yeah. (laughs) I'm trying, guys. I'm trying. I'm just like you guys. Um, Do you have any regrets with the business? Anything that you're going through business-wise?
1: No regrets. I don't have any regrets. I feel that I love what I'm doing, Mm -hmm. Um, and I'm all in. I'm 100% in. No regrets.
0: And And it shows. I know your social media is not present, but every time I would see Lena, we would speak, and we would talk, and... You know, um, she's always very knowledgeable. You're very kind, Thank so I you. feel like you're very easy to talk to. Thank and you. no, I don't get any judgmental vibes at all. You tell you leave with compassion. You can tell that Thank you love you. this and you really do want to help people. Thank you so much. That's I so nice. yeah, I always see it on you. Okay, so we went over. This is not your only fear. Um, do you have a work life balance?
1: I don't believe in work life balance. Okay,
0: good. I love it. Talk to me. We
1: we um I think we spoke about this a mm-hmm. while ago, but I heard the term of work-life choices, mm-hmm. and I believe in that a 100%. because okay. so explain that. You know, you cannot be working and having fun and balancing both. So mm-hmm. it's like you cannot be at the beach and working at mm-hmm. the same time because you're not fully...
0: Invest, focus right. and
1: work mm-hmm. but you're in, you're not enjoying the beach either mm-hmm. so you're not doing any of those mm-hmm. so when you make a choice to okay I'm at work today I choose to work today mm-hmm. and even if it's a sunny day out this is your choice and you know that you consciously made that choice mm-hmm. when you choose to have fun and go to the beach that is your choice mm-hmm. so for me I'm a single mother mm-hmm. and I have to be very, very... um, Present. Present. Mm -hmm. And my work is very stressful too. My corporate um, job is very stressful. So when I choose to work, I have to work. Mm -hmm. So the way I choose to do work-life balance is I usually, one day a week, usually on Sundays, I don't do anything. Mm -hmm. Related to work I don't do anything related to home So I just have fun Or do nothing Or read a book And Mm -hmm. it's all for me Mm -hmm. So one day a week I do that I don't do anything It's just for me and my daughter And then I usually schedule One full weekend Every quarter Mm -hmm. I know it's every three months And Mm -hmm. then I have my vacation time At least one full week Of Mm -hmm. no work No nothing no other worries but just Mm -hmm. have fun Mm
0: what do you said one full weekend of what that's work or fun
1: one full weekend every three months, so I made for sure for fun. Yes. Okay. Okay.
0: So you, yes. I think that's a. I think that's fair. I think that that yes. is. You know, it gives you something to look forward to. Yeah. Um. Is you know you're working towards something, and you know you're gonna have your rest. I think that's. I think that's totally good. I think that's great. Yeah. But and, I think
1: it's important to schedule it in because if you don't schedule it in, you know, yeah. life can throw you. Yeah can pull you in many different directions oh
0: yeah, yeah. and i think that's what so. we're lear- we're all learning and i'm when i talk to new business owners and everything else like we're all learning this like yeah you know it's not always go 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 it's also me it's taking care of myself and oh definitely someone told me maybe it was you i forgot who but someone was like what did you what was one thing you did for yourself today and i was like mm, nothing oh my god like i yeah. i went through a whole day of being business owner, being daughter, being friend, being Mm -hmm. girlfriend, I didn't do anything for myself, so I try to live by that, like, whether it's a bubble bath, I love my bubble baths, going to the gym, even just watching a stupid TV show to, like, you know, relax my mind, so. Yes,
1: because, I mean, if you don't have fun, if you don't take care of yourself, you're not going to go very far.
0: Mm-mm. You're not. It's
1: like a. It's like a car. Now we can use the analogy of the car.
0: Mm-hmm. I agree. Like if exactly, a hundred percent. Um, do you ever feel lonely?
1: Yes, sometimes I do feel lonely because, um, I work full time mm-hmm. and you know i do my coaching as a side business and Mm -hmm. there is a lot of things that go behind the scenes it's not just showing up for my clients but it's also learning i'm Mm -hmm. working educating Mm -hmm. other projects and it can feel lonely because i have to pass on a lot of invitations sometimes i have to say no to seeing family members or seeing my friends Mm -hmm. and that's what i choose i know it has a reward but sometimes you know it gets to me Mm -hmm. like oh my god i wish i was there Mm -hmm. i wish i would be able to um go see my friend Mm -hmm. but i know that's the choice that i have to make at the moment and what i choose to do at the moment because it's going to bring a greater reward
0: yeah i mean i've spoke about this too i've definitely gone through my phases of loneliness especially when i was by myself here working six days a week one day off for six months straight i definitely had a period of loneliness cuz no one could understand what i was going through and i yeah. missed out on so many things cuz i mm-hmm. had to work but i will say from experience like it always pays off in the end and it's such a sacrifice in the beginning but now that i was able to hire my employees and have these days off it's so nice that i i get to see my friends again and or my family and make time and do more things that i want to do so me sacrificing those six months like totally paid off and yes. i it's gonna pay off for you too where you know eventually you know if this is your main goal to do this full time you'll be able to like just focus on this and you know what i'm saying and make your schedule more catering to you towards your child towards what you want so yeah keep going it's it sucks but i i know that feeling of lonely girl i've definitely uh cried a couple of times in the car like what am i doing it's, yeah
1: it's it gets to you sometimes.
0: And you know what's so funny? Um, I had a like uh, my old neighbor who was next door. She, like I remember texting her one day, and she's been opening business for four years. And I said, "Have you ever felt lonely?" And she's like, "Yeah." She's like, "Did you get depressed yet?" And I was like, "Wait, what?" And she was like, "Oh yeah, like depression and business owner and business owners is a real thing." And I'm like, "No one told me this. Am I gonna be depressed?" Like I started freaking out. And she was like, "Cause I'm a very um, I'm an extrovert, so I love okay. to be around." people and I feed up energy and like I'm a social person so working by yourself even though we interact for five minutes here ten minutes here it's not the same so she was like oh well if you catch it now you probably will skip the depression part but she was like you should make more time for things that you'd like to do or your friends if that's what you feel like you're needing yeah and then I was like that was more of a push for me to hire employees I was like okay I don't want to get through that depressing stage um but she did say that that is a thing and more people need to speak about that in business life like there is a loneliness to it.
1: Yeah, I mean I haven't gotten to the depression part yet and I hope I don't get there. I don't this think you will because you're, you're one taking of my your time is to walk my path and I try to be very connected with myself and each day, even if I feel overwhelmed and I need to take a break for 20, 30 minutes, I you know I tend to one thing that I tend to do a lot is ask myself, what do I need right now? Mm-hmm. what do i need that's amazing so even if i am in the middle of work in my office mm-hmm. i you know what do i need right now even if i need to walk away from my desk for 10 minutes i do it because you know what life is too short too mm-hmm. to yeah.
0: be you're i think that's so i think that's so true i think you won't get to that depression part because we're becoming aware of it and, I, yeah. and i'm glad that we're having this conversation because i know i have a lot of business owners that also follow me and that's something that you need to do. Like, if you're aware of you starting to feel that loneliness, like reconnect with yourself and reconnect yeah. with something that's going to take you out of that. It's not necessarily a bad thing, um, but you don't want to to get too far. So, exactly, I think that's good that you do that. Um, dating. <laughs>
1: so, are I'm you dating? Not, I know I'm not okay. in a relationship, okay. and I'm not dating okay. either. And I think you know it's it works out great because. I, more time for work focus yes. on you yeah. mm-hmm. I get to focus more on my projects I have you know like I said I have my daughter mm-hmm. and this is like my baby my coaching business is my baby that mm-hmm. I'm taking care of right now mm-hmm. and everything has a everything has a time and everything yes. falls into yep. place mm-hmm. and one thing that I believe is that when you're connected to your real self and you're walking in your path and pur- in your purpose, mm-hmm. you know, everything,
0: things just fall into place mm-hmm. so easily. Mm-hmm. So you're you're good with the, when was like, how long have you been non-dating, if you don't mind me asking?
1: I have not been dating for, let me say, since 2016. Oh, since so a a 2017. So it's been four years. Okay, but yeah.
0: you're but you're happy where you're at. You don't feel like you're missing anything?
1: No. I am very happy. I... Listen. My closest friends tell me, I've never seen you so
0: happy before, and... You know what? I absolutely love that. I'm so happy I asked you, because owning a business and dating is extremely hard, especially if the person that you're dating is not a business owner, so they don't understand why you're putting so much time and effort in, and I think as women, we get a little scared, and men too, like to be single and to be alone but you i mean seriously you look like you're glowing i don't know what you have like your skin is (laughs) like you look amazing right now um and you i get that happy vibe from you i get that very calm spirit but also happy joy and that's so um refreshing to hear that you're happy where you are not dating and not looking for it because you do believe it's gonna align. Because sometimes that's when we put so much pressure on each other, you know, on ourselves too, you know? Yeah. We have to date, we have to get married. We have to have kids. Exactly.
1: Like exactly. We
0: go through so much on a yeah. daily basis. Yeah. Um so to hear that is so refreshing and you definitely look happy. And thank I'm happy you. that you're happy because
1: thank you, thank
0: you. We don't need any men. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> um but I agree with that too when everything falls into place and there's no reason to rush anything because it's gonna no. happen regardless. Yes,
1: I mean, what can I say? It's, I'm at the happiest point of my life. I'm turning 35 next week. Actually, <gasps> happy and early
0: birthday! What day? The 10th. about this. Oh, I'm the 16th. Aww. Leo. I knew I liked you for. Oh, yeah. I had both Leos today. <laughs> Terrence oh, wow. is a Leo. <laughs> You're a Leo. Um no and that's I'm not, amazing I'm not
1: rushing because you know like we have the the social pressure that yeah. you have to be married by a certain age
0: mm-hmm. I definitely I
1: definitely that. did it backwards because I had my daughter when I was 18 mm-hmm. and you know it's okay because mm-hmm. you know time is different for
0: everybody I and you know, I, and it's you know the same for so funny the longer I wait it's like the longer I'm I'm more okay with it. I don't know if that makes sense. Like, I'm going to be 32 and, you know, people are going to be like, when are you going to get married? When are you going to have kids? And I'm like, "I'm, I'm good. Like, I think I could push kids another three or four years. It sounds crazy to people, but I'm happy where I am. That's and I'm so o- important. And I'm okay with being, I'm an aunt, and I'm about, my brother's having a, a new baby soon, and I'm excited Aww, about that. Congratulations. And I, thank you. And I come from, I have four other nieces and nephews, and I come from a really big family, so there's always a baby around, so I get my fix, but I give you back. But I'm happy, like, yeah. I feel good, and I don't feel ready. And I know you're never ready to have a kid, but I don't feel the desire, I should say.
1: yeah. And no, I, that, that has to come mm-hmm. that has to come to you and you know, everybody has their timing
0: and I know it well I know that I know I want to be a mom eventually and God willing you know everything will be good and I'll be healthy enough and even if I wasn't I would f- figure out a way whether it's adoption or something mm-hmm. fostering like I really believe in that but I don't know like I just feel I don't have that desire right now but I feel so happy like I don't feel like I'm missing anything yet but it took me a while to get here because when I was in my 20s Growing up in Staten Island, people were getting married, 25, 26, having kids, getting oh, the yeah. house. And I remember crying to my mom and being like, Mom, like, is there something wrong with me? Why doesn't anyone want to marry me? Oh. And I want a kid so bad. And I'm so happy that neither of those things happened because yeah. look at where I am today had I become a mom it's hard to be a mom and a business owner it's
1: very difficult
0: and you know mm-hmm. and maybe that guy would have made me be a stay-at-home mom which is fine but if I'm going to stay at home I want to be on my terms not because I have to or I don't have my own independence or I don't have my own money mm-hmm. and if that happens to me at 25 like of course I would I wouldn't you know so I don't know I agree with that like you are glowing I could tell you're happy and I love girls women, men, whoever's listening, like, it's totally okay, like, we need to strip ourselves of that pressure of being married by this age, having children by this age, or even wanting to have kids in general, some people don't, no
1: it's completely okay Yeah, It's, it's a personal choice, it is and
0: it's fine, and you're still gonna live a fulfilled life, whether that's what you want or not
1: And the world needs more happy people. Yes, we do. Yes, exactly.
0: If I'm happy and you're happy, we're going to spread happiness. Um, Advice, favorite quote that helps you get through, or something you live by, a mantra, a motto? Um, I love quotes.
1: Okay. So I have, hold on, let me look it up. One of my favorite ones that has helped me a lot is by Albert Einstein. It's in the middle of. Difficulty lights opportunity because a lot of times when we're going to adversity, mm-hmm. if we go through adversity, we tend to get depressed mm-hmm. and feel defeated mm-hmm. and go through all these negative emotions, which is okay because you also need those negative emotions in your life at some point, mm-hmm. but we forget to look at the bigger picture. So there is always an opportunity for growth if we don't experience adversity if we don't experience difficult situations we wouldn't grow we wouldn't become stronger and there is always something to learn about every difficult situation that we go through in life yeah
0: i agree with that i feel like you know life is up and down right that's like our heart beating is up and down and There's a season for everything. There's going to be a season when you're up, and there's going to be a season when you're down. And when I was talking to Terrence about this earlier, it's all about mindset. How, you know, we can go through something and be like, oh my God, my life is over. Oh my God, woe is me. I'm so depressed. I'm so sad. Not saying that depression is not real, and it is, but it's how are we going to get out of that mindset? Yes.
1: It's learning to reframe the situation. Yes, you're
0: thinking. So, you know, how we speak to ourselves, how we speak of the situation, so... You know, learning to say, okay, what is, I believe in God or the universe, whatever anybody, Mm -hmm. what is is the lesson that's trying to be learned right now? Exactly, yes. And there's a reason for it, and we're only going to come out stronger. And it's funny because I do want to be a mom, and I do want to be a wife one day, and, you know, people are like, oh, but it's been so long, and how long are you going to wait? And I'm like, you know what? Every day I'm a day closer. I don't know when but yeah i'm already getting the day closer so sometimes the waiting process is so hard but i started to change my mindset you know what but i'm a day closer every day but uh, i'm another day closer i'm a week closer i'm and that has really helped me because you know people want to ask and they're not doing it judgmentally some are you know oh well when are you gonna have a kid and when you and it's like you know i don't know god's in control and Every day like I'm a day closer. And that's how I had to change my mindset instead of being like, Oh my God, it's been four years. Or... Yeah,
1: it's like focusing on what you have rather than what you don't have. Exactly. You, know, you might not be a mom, but look at your business. Your business is growing. Thank so you. Yeah. this is your baby. Yeah, and that's how yeah. I tell people like oh,
0: this is my baby right now and I'm happy with it. I love it. Mm-hmm. I love my clients and I want to be able to give a hundred percent and When I have my child, I do want to be able to give them 100% as well. And maybe if that's me stepping off completely and letting people run my business, great. You know, and just popping in here and there and doing that behind the scenes. Amazing. I don't know. But I do believe that too. And just in hard times, like, you know, nothing lasts forever. So that even though it seems like a long time, it's going to get better. We're one day closer. We're one day closer to getting out of that, you know, adversity or that troubling situation.
1: Yes. Definitely.
0: So yeah. I agree with that. There's always opportunity to learn something. There's always opportunity, you know. See,
1: every difficult situation is an opportunity to learn and grow. hmm Because it's important to learn to reframe when we go through difficult situations in life.
0: I agree with that. I, I 100% agree with that. And that's something you guys learned through therapy, just FYI. <laughs> <laughs> um, what do you do for self-care?
1: For self-care, I do different things. I'm huge in self-care. I have a self-care toolbox. Oh my God, you're so cute.
0: Tell us about it. Love it.
1: So, you know, I I have a jar and I write different things that I can do for self-care. But really, one thing that I do every day, first thing in the morning, is drink a glass of water Mm -hmm. and meditate. Okay. I have to give the first 30 minutes to myself in the morning because... you got
0: to meet Terrence. This is exactly what he said, yes. too. That's so weird. It's okay. so
1: important. And he's a
0: fitness trainer. And it was funny. I, I mentioned that you were coming later, and I actually wanted to bring you two together oh. because he has a lot of clients that are looking for the nutritional background. And I was like, oh, i got to introduce you. It's so funny. And now you're both saying, okay, go ahead. I'm, I'm sorry. <laughs> My mind is just working.
1: So even if you... A lot of time, a lot of time, people don't have the time in the morning. You just wake up with enough time to get ready mm-hmm. and get, mm-hmm. you know, get going with your day. But even if you dedicate, start with five minutes in the morning to just sit by yourself, or journal, or close your eyes and do breathing exercises. Because no matter what brings what the day brings, you're already grounded. You're already Good. created. I'm actually gonna that try piece. that you already created that peace within yourself and even if you don't have time for anything else you already gave yourself those five minutes or 20 minutes whatever time you have in the morning mm-hmm. but giving the first few minutes of your day to yourself it's so important so that's the one thing i do for self-care every day and you know throughout the day if I, if I have a stressful day i just ask myself what do i need right now even if it's a cup of tea a glass of water sometimes i go and walk in nature even if it's 10 minutes
0: mm-hmm. that's awesome i'm definitely gonna try that sitting with five minutes because before i had my business and i was working in the city i was getting up at 5 30 in the morning and it was amazing so i would pray mm-hmm. or i pray yeah or meditate um I would read the Bible for a little bit and just like give, like, boost myself reading something positive. And then I would go work out. And I felt like from 5 in the morning to 10 a.m., I had did so. I would like read, pray, go work out, clean if I had to, make my bed, do the laundry, whatever tasks I had to do before work. I was able to still take maybe like an hour nap like a power nap and then go to work and I felt so accomplished and now nice. I feel like I wasn't rushing to work which was nice you know mm-hmm. now I feel like I am in that state where like I'll get up and I'll just lay in bed and maybe grab my phone which is so bad and, and yeah. check Instagram and I'll lay there for like 45 minutes and then like okay now I'm running late so I do want to get back to that quietness time um I felt I was so successful then and that's where like healing glow came from, and, like, I was so open, and my mind was so clear, and, you know, they say most millionaires wake up at 5 a.m., 4 a.m., and, you know, and it's when most of the people are sleeping, and you have that quiet time, and I miss it, like, I need to get my, I really need to get my life back in order, I feel so, like, it's so
1: off. important, yes, I mean... Especially being a business owner, you have a lot in your plate. Mm-hmm. You have a million things going in your head.
0: Mm-hmm. Oh and my God, when yeah. When you
1: spend the first few minutes in the morning for yourself, you learn to quiet that noise in your head mm-hmm. and that overwhelm that can come with being a business owner because mm-hmm. it's like you have to ground yourself first.
0: I know, and I used to journal, and it was amazing. I'm, I'm, I'm definitely going to go back to that for sure. Okay, what is your biggest accomplishment to date?
1: My biggest accomplishment is raising a daughter all by myself.
0: Yes, a shout out to all the single moms. Shout out to any mom because that is not hard. Girl moms. Oh, I only want boys. So,
1: yeah, I feel like more than being uh, a business. You know, more than a career and being a health coach and being Mm -hmm. a business owner, the most important part of my life is having my daughter, and that's the biggest accomplishment. Mm -hmm. I raised her while going to school and creating a career for myself and And a business. business. Wow! Yeah, and
0: I and she's so cute. She always brings her daughter when they come here, and I think you're instilling in her such amazing habits already at 16, and. I think that's the best thing as for a child to see their parent healthy, happy. Yeah, you um, have to
1: lead by example.
0: Hard-working, you know, and I think you have all of those things. Thank and even you. when you were going through your own issue of the eating disorder, being able to pick yourself back up and showing her, okay, I'm going to fix it. Because we're human, we all make mistakes. Mm-hmm. We all go through something. But I do think you're showing her so many positive things. Thank um, you. Even the therapy thing, like just the self-care, bringing her to a sauna to tell her why it's so important and educating them at so young and, you know. um, She actually gets up every morning and meditates. I love (laughs) it. You see, like, you can And I'm
1: like, oh, my God. Don't you feel so happy? Yes, I feel super accomplished. And (laughs) And also, you're just
0: putting an amazing human being out there in this world. Thank you. Like, you're such a light. You're so sweet. You're so kind. You can see that just your energy you give off just meeting you so you creating a human being to be just like you
1: thank you you should be so
0: proud especially as a single mom girl because i don't know and especially that your whole family's not even here like i don't even know how you do it because i know i tell my mom all the time like when i have a kid she's moving in she tells me she's not but she will be living with me so i give you so much respect Thank you, thank because you. Because you, that is amazing, and it's not easy. No. And in respect to all my mamas out there, you guys and dads, you guys yeah. have such a hard job. Raising a child is not an easy task.
1: It's not. It's it's very rewarding, rewarding, but it's not easy.
0: Yes, exactly. Um, and last question, what do you see your future goals for your health coaching business?
1: So I am working on a group group. Um, group coaching program Mm -hmm. where it's going to be all online and i'll be able to reach more people Mm -hmm. with the time that i have so it's going to still be um it's going to be a personalized program but it's going to be targeted to a bigger group so it's going to be I'm going to be able to sign up 10 people at a time. Oh, amazing. So that is my goal.
0: Awesome. So I'm very excited about that. I'm them. so happy for you too. I'm sure they're happy. Um, I think you're going to do well. I think you're going to do amazing. I think we need more people like you. And we just need more of the health coaching in general because a lot of us grew up, you know, uneducated about nutrition and health in general. Um, And I love that our generation is so into healing ourselves, fixing ourselves, mm-hmm. helping each other. So I think that you're going to be blessed and I'm sure you're going to get a lot of clients because it's even something that I should be signing up for, you know, it's always, n- you can never not better yourself. You can never out better yourself. So yeah,
1: there is uh, always room for improvement. Yeah. And
0: there's just that whole eating situation nutrition and lifestyle. Like it's a lifestyle. There's so much behind than Just like a diet Per se, yeah. So I feel like I'm always into learning more about education, about nutrition. And so I'll probably be one of your clients. And I'm excited.
1: Yeah, I'm excited. I'll be excited to have you.
0: <laughs> yes, me and all my sugar sweet cravings and fast food issues. <laughs> um, what's your Instagram?
1: My Instagram handle is Lina Vanegas. Um, that's my first name and last name.
0: And I will tag her so that you guys can follow her. Um, Reach out to her if you have any questions. Um, She's so sweet and so insightful. I wish you nothing but blessings. Um, Thank you. I know it's going to be big. Thank you for having me. Thank you for Mm -hmm. being on here. I know sometimes it gets a little nerve wracking, but I think you um, are bringing something to a community that we need. Something that's so important. Um, So I wish you nothing but the best and future collaborations with you and who knows but thank you (laughs) thank you and thank you guys for listening as always peace love and glow erica